Blog Talk Radio. So I set that as my startup music, which was a mistake, obviously. It's been a while since I've been here to talk to all of you, and we really don't need to hear that song right now. Maybe at some point we do. But today I'd like to start with some ground rules that will work for me because right now I'm pretty anxious. I can't speak for all of you, but I can speak for me, and I am, and I need to have some structure. And so I probably overthought this. But number one, please don't chat with me because I can't chat and run this thing. I used to have a co-host, and when it was possible, we could chat, but I can't chat alone. Number two, if you call, please be patient. If we're meditating, I'm not going to interrupt the meditation to let you talk, but I do want to hear what you have to say. So if you could hang on, relax, know that you're, you matter, and I want to hear what you have to say. I think right now we need to start reinforcing that we all matter. So with that, I want to welcome you to You Are Okay on Blog Talk Radio. This is Mara. I hope that you call in. The call-in number is 646-595-3584. For anyone listening here in Mexico, which is where I am right now, you need to do the magic plus sign before the one. So it will be plus one, 646-595-3584. Other than that, we're set to go. And I'd like to start with the way I've always started my shows, except for the Be Still by Soul by saying a quote from Rabia the Mystic. It's an Islamic prophet. And I choose her because of the fact that I personally don't believe there's any one right way to God. I don't even think God has one name. God is called a lot of different names by a lot of different people, whether it's Yahweh or the Great Spirit or Allah or God. It all means God to me. It's a power beyond me and you. It's a force out there that's something more than me individually. And frankly, I believe in that and have since I was born. I've never for a moment doubted. I don't understand faith because I've never had a doubt. I don't need faith. I know. And that's what we're going to talk about today is knowing that you matter, knowing that you are enough and using that knowledge to help you cope with the anxiety that is rising right now as a result of a virus that is stretching around the world. Fortunately, I'm in a place where there's very little virus right now, but who knows, that may not be forever. Just today, I've made arrangements to cover every day so that I can stay in isolation, which does nothing for my anxiety except make it worse. So let's begin by reminding ourselves that we are connected. And I'm going to play my singing bowl that I just got this Christmas, which is beautiful. That is note D. It goes to the sacral chakra, the zone of creativity. 
And today we are going to be working on being creative with ourselves and gentle on ourselves. It was not intended that we have a dog serenade, but I can't guarantee that we won't have more dog serenades. So for right now, let's hear what Rabia the Mystic says. On a mountain, in a valley, I behold only God. In hardship, I see God by my side. In ease and well-being, I behold only God. Like a candle, I melted. Amidst the sparks of the flames, I behold only God. Remembering that we are enough and that everything is as it needs to be for humanity, not just us, to advance to a place of love is important. And our role in that is divinely inspired from the moment of our birth. We have something that we can contribute. And believing that everything is as it's meant to be enables us to let it be. I don't know if all of you had your parents telling you periodically, just let it be. My legal name is Margaret, and my parents would say, Margaret, let it be. Why would they say that to me? Because I was trying to make it the way I want it to be instead of the way it is, instead of accepting reality and accepting now. So today we're going to talk about some techniques. Maybe we'll only get to one, but techniques that I use and others use to peace in the moment, especially when you're feeling anxious. But before we do that, we're going to go back now and listen to Be Still Thy Soul. There's an important history behind this song. This song, Be Still Thy Soul, and also there's one other. And if I was familiar with my... If I was as familiar with my keyboard as I should be here, I would sky scent. These songs are by Anil, Anil, A-N-A-E-L, and actually come out of the time when the Iraq war was going on. Uh, They're not a product of that war, although they are a reflection of man's tendency to have war, tendency to blame each other, tendency to look for someone to blame rather than looking for solutions. And they were played one night in, I believe it was like 2004, 2006 maybe, when they, everyone got together at exactly the same time and sent prayers to fire the grid of love again. So these particular songs, and Be Still Thy Soul is meaningful for me in that regard, they are written in the tone that all of our bodies respond to. Can you believe that? That there are tones like the D tone that I played earlier that all of our bodies respond to, that awakens all of us, that causes us to unite with all that is. And as we, after we listen to this song, we're going to take a few minutes and begin chanting together and forming a collective consciousness, uniting our energies, which all have common threads, 
They're all, you're not listening by accident. You are listening because your energy drew you here today. And you believe that you have something to contribute. And if you don't have something to contribute, you will use this to create your own radio show with Blog Talk Radio and share your message. But if we all begin sharing messages of hope, of possibility of cure, if we all begin believing that love is the way for one another, then we can change the entire cycle that this world is on and the billions and millions of dollars that we spend fighting each other, we can use to feed each other. We can feed each other in spirit. We can feed bodies. We can make sure that everyone is valued. To me, that's the message. That's the message of the Bible. Love others as you love yourself. It's not say, oh, gee, I wouldn't be in that spot, and I don't have enough, and I won't be able to do this, and I won't be able to do that if I give. It's instead saying, would I want someone to give to me if I were in the position of that homeless person? So let's look at the light within us with be still thy soul, please. Because I'm not doing chat, I can't tell if it's loud enough, so I'm going to turn it down just a little. A few moments ago, it was a little loud.
I love that song. I especially love the part about be strong thy love as you love yourself is how you're supposed to love others. And that's what we're going to talk about, loving ourselves enough to give ourselves a break from the anxiety and letting go of the anxiety to the extent we can. All that you need is within you. Yes, it is. And let us each be one source of light. I've been doing this show for so long. It's like 11 years, although I took a really long hiatus. And several months ago, I got an email from someone who listens every day who said, I listen to your show every day. And I thought, how is that possible? And then she said to me, but you haven't been doing it for a long time. And that weighed on my conscience, like, you're right, I haven't been doing the show. Why not? Why not? And two weeks ago, a friend told me that he sensed that the reason I wasn't doing the show was I was disappointed in the chaos in Washington, D.C., and that I was sad at the words I was hearing. And... You know, I realized that was true. I was spending my time reading the news instead of trying to be kind, to be a source of light, instead of being strong in my love, going to let it be. We need to allow what is to be. And not right now, what is, is we all have the leaders we have. We have them in our federal governments in our countries, in our state governments, in our local governments, whoever our leaders are, are. And we need to work to inspire them to be the best leaders they can be rather than looking to accuse them during this time of crisis, of causing the crisis. Because the time we spend on the negative energy boils up inside of us because we're helpless. That's what let it be is all about. Let it be is accepting reality. We're helpless because these are our leaders. We may not agree with them, then go about doing something to show what you believe. And let that belief be generated in love. So what do we do? A technique I use when I get anxious, and believe me, I get anxious. I got anxious a few minutes ago. I'm anxious sitting here in my dining room doing this show for the first time ever. I mean, I'm a talker, but for the first time ever, my heart was pounding. And before um, my uh, dog came in, I cried. I cried out of fear that I might not be able to deliver a message that would ignite even one person to set aside anxiety and embrace self-love. But that's what it's about. Anxiety is kind of an illusion. It, is, it arises from fear 
And generally, it's fear over which we don't have control. It arises from our inability to let it be. Or as other people say, let go and let Allah. Let go and let Yahweh. Let go and let God. Let go and let the Great Spirit go. And I'm sorry, we're going to have Crystal named because I love Crystal Rocks. Um, talking with us the whole time and giving us her opinions on all of this. But you know what? I realized the other day that she is a real source of love for me. And I have less anxiety because I have her. So one thing you can do is find something to love if you're feeling anxious. But let's start with loving you. A couple of techniques I use. I have no idea. I'm not an expert, folks. I've just lived. I'm old. That's why I'm isolated in my home. I'm 71 years old. And so through life I've come to see some things. One of those things is probably that I should talk less, but it's not my gift. My gift is gab. So I've noticed that when something is on my mind and it's chewing me up inside and my heart is feeling so full of anguish. Oops, there's someone there and I'm going to let them talk. You is I take my palms, I turn them over and I very deliberately fill them with the pain and suffering that is causing me to feel anxious. And I say, listen, God, because I believe in the unity beyond us or divine one. What I need to do is learn from this, what lessons I can learn. But I can't go on feeling this heavy feeling in my chest. It's too much. And by doing that, I let go. I then take my hand and I turn it upside down into the hand of God that I know with me is with me always. And I wish everyone had that certainty that I have, that God is there in the corner of the room always. I am never separated from God. And when I turn my hand upside down, I release my anguish. I release my anxiety. And I find that that works. It really does. My mind refocuses because I've let go. And also because I've affirmed a belief I have that we are all important enough for God to be there for us in a moment of crisis. And God is there with me. And so I'm enough. I basically have worked on self-love. Oops, I lost my guest. Oh, I'm so sorry. Please call back. I I apologize. Please call back. The again, the guest call in number is uh, for those out of the country is plus one six four six five nine five three five eight four. For those in the country, it's 
646-595-3584. If you live in Washington, you have to dial the one first, so it's one six four six. 595-3584. Please call back. I apologize that I ever talked to you. And this was basically what I was trying to say in the beginning about the ground rules. If I'm on a run, I'm going to finish that run before I go to your call. But be patient with me and relax because you do matter. Please call back. So visually, and one time I shared this, you know, by my profession, I'm... Um, I'm in the legal field. And so one time, this lawyer was calling me to talk about a case. And I said, hey, you know, and he was just so stressed. And he started telling me about what was going on in his life. And this was when I was a big Methodist. Now I'm everything because I don't believe God picks. And so I said, hey, you know what I suggest is it works for me. I can only be responsible for my own behavior. That's a product, my friends, of being a Methodist. Methodist. Um, John Wesley had people keep track of everything they did. That's why we are Methodist. He wrote down every, continuously what he was doing so that he was keeping his mind on love, on God. And so we learned very early that we're responsible for our own behavior. And I said, but what I do is and what I did then was I would imagine Jesus walking toward me and as he approached I saw his arms outstretched and as he got closer and closer I saw that he had his hands turned palm side up to me and I knew to turn my hand with all of the things over which I had no control in them. Downside, I'm sorry, upside down into the palms of Jesus. And as I did that, I felt his arms stretching around me. And I knew that I would overcome these fears too. And I told that to a a colleague and his and my relationship changed after that in a very good loving way I think we respected each other more as human beings something I have in my tagline here today you know we are all human beings he and I may have been on different sides of cases but we are all human beings and we all have anxiety so that technique works and it works if you imagine Mohammed coming towards you. It works if you imagine the great spirit coming towards you. It works if you imagine Buddha, although I don't see Buddhism as a religion. But it works. Crystal wants to participate today, and I apologize. But she just needs to be a part of this show because she's very stressed too. And she has anxiety. And she feels when I'm having anxiety. So anyway, that's one technique that has worked for me. Basically, now I say, you know what, God? I can't handle all this alone. I don't want to feel this way anymore. So I'm giving it to you. Please teach me the lessons I have to learn 
and let me leave the rest behind. The operative word there, my friends, is behind. Done. We cannot change the past. We cannot change that we are rapidly being swallowed up by a virus. We can't change the fact that it's happening, no matter why it's happening. And recognizing why it's happening right now, maybe taking people's focus off of what we need to do about it happening right now. And what you need to do is feel good about you, feel at peace, and know you are enough. For God to be in the room with you, you are not alone. You are not solo. And to relax and breathe. And that's what I'm going to suggest that we do right now for a minute is what we need to do first is recognize the signs that we are starting to feel anxious so that we can deal with it early on. And in my opinion, that comes from the breath. Once again, I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm just saying, for me, it comes from the breath. And I write to friends continuously, breathe. Breathe. And I wish I could say that to Crystal or muzzle her right now, but I can't. But in order to deal with anxiety, we have to let go of what's causing us to be afraid. And we need to be kind to ourselves and realize we don't have to solve everything. We can only do what we can do. For those of you who grew up in the Christian faith, particularly in the Bible Belt, you probably know this song. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. And you got to have faith, hope, and charity. That's the way to live successfully. How do I know? The Bible tells me so. Every religious text tells its people that. Every religious group encourages people to love each other as yourself. But so many people don't even love themselves. So let's work on that for the next few minutes. And this time we're going to play that other song. Excuse me if I manage this exciting new keyboard that they have. We have studios, believe it or not, and I'm not near the phone right now. So we're going to do it with Sky Sense, once again by a nail, a nail, once again in the key that ignites all human beings. However, we're going to do it very softly because I'm going to talk you through this in a guided meditation. And let's see where this takes us, and hopefully it will give you some peace. The first song was, oh, guy, Be Still Thy Soul. This one is Heaven Sent, excuse me, Sky Sent. Download them. Play them for yourself if you need to. 
play this episode again or any other episode, for heaven's sakes. I've had some great co-hosts. And there's a lot in there about valuing yourself because this program is called You Are Okay. And it's consistently been called that for the last 11 years. You are okay. So now Sky Scent, it's a little bit long, and it may be a struggle for some, but hopefully not. Maybe I should start with a shorter one to let you see. I'm going to stop it after one minute so you can see that one minute of silence is a lot. Obviously not silent since we're going to have music. I'm a little bit winging this as we go through it because it's been so long, but I think what we're going to do before we go to Sky Scent is we're going to unite together. And I'd like you to sit back in your chair, please. And this will take just about one minute probably. And I'd like you to begin breathing deeply. And if sitting in your chair is not a comfortable spot, then lay on your bed. Sit on your sofa, cross-legged, go out on the patio, do whatever it takes to get to a place where you can feel calm. And I, can, I am starting to feel the anxiety that's out there. My throat feels like it's closing up. If you're feeling that feeling right now, let's begin by taking breaths. We're just going to breathe together. We're going to forget the time limit and just breathe together. And my experience has been that when you start breathing from the nose, what happens is, the one on your face that is, what happens is it's a very short trip to the lungs. And so it's hard to get a long breath. In addition, people think, that they have to hold their breath. And they don't know that breathing in meditation is like singing. If you've ever sang, if you've ever seen a singer going and they have those really long, long notes, it's not that they're holding their breath. It's not that they're using every ounce of breath they have in their body. It's not that they're focusing on, oh my gosh, I can't breathe is instead that they are sipping in breath slowly. They realize that they will keep breathing because they're sipping. So what I encourage people to do is to, though your nose is in the soles of your feet, and together let us begin breathing. And we're going to pull that breath together up the front of your calf up your thighs. Now let it cross over to the base of your tailbone. And the base of your tailbone is called the base chakra. Because let me assure you folks, God, by whatever name you call God, did not put us here without an antenna to get messages on how we should be behaving with one another. Do we ignore them? Yes. 
Do we ignore those messages about how we should be treating ourselves? Yes. That's why we get so much anxiety, because we feel that we have to do more than our divine purpose requires us to do. We can only let it be and do what we can do. So now in your base, there are those who disagree with me, but to me, that is the zone of fear. That is where everything from the earth, not from our divine origins, but from the earth, builds fears. And I'd like you right now, as you're breathing, to keep sipping in breaths and to push all your fears down into the earth from which they came. Feel the fear leaving your body and going back to earth. Allow yourself to elevate your being to the spirit that encases it, that is. Some people call that a soul. Push, push, push the fear back into the earth. Oh, Feel the freedom of being fearless for just a moment. It doesn't have to last forever. Obviously, there's some benefits to fear. If a dog is chasing you and it's snarling, you want to run. If a lion is climbing at you, you want to be afraid. But some things, man-made things, have less need for an immediate, spontaneous, fearful reaction. So send your fear back into the earth. And now pull your fearless breath. Let's keep breathing. Now we're going to go up into the sacral chakra, the zone of creativity. And we are going to infuse that with the beautiful light of fearless breath. Feel the zone of creativity. That is where I believe your purpose nestles in your body. Not just your ability to have children, but your ability to know that you are doing something to help mankind. No two people may agree. There may be disagreements. But if you are seeing the best in others and acting on the best in yourself, Disagreement should not dissuade you. And obviously people disagree about what is the best. But that's your zone of creativity. Please allow it to be inspired by lack of fear, by your fearless breath. Allow your body to grow with the creative energy. And now pulling that fearless, creative breath up Let us go to the solar plexus, the zone of healing. There's so much healing that needs to go on in our world. My grandpa was a physical healer. I think I'm supposed to be a spiritual healer, helping to heal the spirit because medicine has gone so far with the body But man's spirit, people still don't feel they're enough. They don't feel they have enough. They need more than enough in order to 
feel full and complete. This zone is yellow. I would like you to feel the yellow, creative, fearless, healing energy fusing through your body, infusing all of yourselves with healing, loving energy from all that is. Now pull your fearless, creative, healing energy up to your heart. Let's really pause there for a moment and together feel the unity of spirit that we have. Oh my gosh, there's so much anxiety out there. People's hearts are so covered. They're so afraid to believe that they are valued, that they have enough. They're not treating each other as having enough because they don't believe they have enough. Oh, it's not so much jealousy as it is fear. It's not so much hate as it is not knowing how to share love. In this moment, I invite you all each to reach out your dominant hand and take the hand of God as you know God to be. Feel the creative, fearless, healing, loving energy of God going through your hand and up across your shoulders. And now reach out your other hand and take the hand of a fellow listener's God so that together we form a circle of man or woman, God, human God, human God, human God, all of these different perceptions of God united with us as we heal our hearts, which are broken by heat, which are broken by failed relationships, which are broken by an inability to understand why things are happening and help us release that pain as this energy goes around, like at a football game where people are going to the right and they're going to the left. I think that's called the wave. I'm not a sports person. So let us Feel the pool of God, your neighbor's God and your God as you know God to be, because they're all different. No two people share exactly the same vision of God, and that creates conflict, but it doesn't create conflict for God because God knows he or she is not just one person's idea, but all of the ideas combined. So let us let go of needing other people to believe as we believe. And allow a huge energy strobe light of love to come from our hearts for humanity around the world during this crisis. And as we're holding hands, let's unite our love. As we're healing ourselves, let us send healing energy to our leaders throughout the globe. I have said this so many, many times, but the reality is, 
For years I have been saying it. But the reality is it isn't just a one-minute experience. It's a forever sending wishes. It's a forever. And I have fallen away from that. And I'm ashamed because I became the ultimate judge. And that judgment pulled me away from doing this radio show for nearly three years. So we're sending love without judgment around the world to our leaders and asking that God, that all that is, inspire them to see each of the human beings in each of the countries and to ask themselves, how would I want to be treated if I were that person? If I was a single parent, if I was a kid without food, if I was living in a camp, if I was living in a prison cell, how would I want to be treated? And allow those questions to inspire self-contemplation. Because that's what letting go of anxiety requires, self-contemplation. Hi, there's someone listening out there whose right side of their throat is just throbbing with fear. Allow the love, this pause we've taken at the heart, to remove that fear and let it go. Let it go. And so now, with our circle of human God, human God, human God, Let us move on. Paul, please, your fearless, creative, healing, loving energy up to your throat chakra. I call this the zone of forgiveness. This is where you forgive yourself and you forgive others. Carelessly spoken words have caused wars, caused pain, A thought that came to your mind in two seconds can echo on for millions of years. Imagine for a moment pausing. And as we're letting go of all of the things that cause us anxiety, take yourself to a place that you know is right. I'm sorry, I'm coming a little bit with this. But take yourself to a place that is perfect for you. I happen to live in such a place. And I can feel the warm air and the coolness of the slight wind going through my house. I can see the beauty of the ocean. I can see the water pounding on the shore. And as you take yourself to your place, your place of, I'm sorry, I needed to check to make sure that they weren't telling me you couldn't hear me, that as you take yourself to that place, imagine everyone that you have hurt in your life with your words lining up in front of you. And now at the back of that crowd, imagine all those who have hurt you with their words lining up. And one by one, 
invite each person forward and let's begin an exercise in forgiveness. Ask those you have hurt to forgive you as you see them come through the line. Ask those you have hurt. Ask those who have hurt you. See them there in this most beautiful spot that you know that you feel the most protected and forgive. The line begins winding down as you forgive and you forgive because in this exercise, time stops and all the time you need in the world is in your breath, which you are sipping and filling up, not worrying about running out of breath, but thankful that you have infinite breath. Thankful for your healthy lungs. Thankful for the life that you live. As the last person comes through the line, I want you to look at God as you know God to be and say thank you for giving me the ability to forgive and for letting me forget why I needed to forgive. Thank you for giving me forgiveness and for those who forgave me, allowing me a new chance to be my best and my highest self. Now, pulling your fearless Created, healing, loving, forgiven breaths up to your third eye, the zone of manifestation. Imagine the day that you want to have. Imagine and manifest the person you want to be today with all that you encounter. And enable that manifestation to come to life. The Dalai Lama says, be kind whenever possible. It is always possible. Imagine a kind you. A you that is understanding, that is forgiving, that is loving that is looking for creative solutions, that is trying to heal rather than dissolve or blame, and that is fearless. And imagine that you going forth today as you pull your fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting energy up to the top of your head and imagine 
your scalp lifting like a baseball cap and your breaths infusing with the breath of God. Inspiring you to be all you can be and reigniting your divine purpose and taking with that inspiration to you, away from you. Any self-doubt, any self-condemnation, any fear, and leaving you feeling refreshed. Breathe out. I encourage you to keep breathing. Feel the energy of your breath. Release your fears to God who is holding your hand on either side. You are not harmed. None of us are harmed by different visions of God. We are more. We should be inspired. We are not harmed by thinking about what our fears are. We are improved by releasing them to God as we understand God to be. We are not harmed by treating others as we would like to be treated. Rather, We are enriched. Feel the energy of God coursing through your body as you breathe. Open your antenna to God's messages. You will recognize them because they are grounded in love for others. In respect for others, in caring that others have the benefits that you have. This is not a political thing. It's a human thing. Humans want to rank. God wants us to level. No one is worse and no one is better than you. Empower yourself to accept that.
Be curious about what you're feeling and ask questions. Identify it. When you feel yourself beginning to feel anxious, ask yourself, wait a minute, what is this about? Become self-aware. For me, my anxiety tends to start in my stomach. But it spreads up to my chest. I can sense for many of you that it is in your throat. Which makes sense. Because we talked about the throat chakra. Ask yourself, why am I having this feeling? Can I control these fears? Can I stop this epidemic? No. What can I do? Develop a plan of action for yourself, even if it's a plan from your home. Which is why we're having this radio show today. Make it happen for you. Be strong. Don't be afraid of self-critical analysis. But don't go overboard. Don't have the devil on your shoulder saying, you did this wrong, you did that wrong. Look at what you did right. Let's try to adjust our men to looking at what is going right. For instance, with this pandemic, what is going right? We recognize it's a pandemic. Number one, we are working to control it with many of us staying inside. Kevin Bacon said, why are we staying inside? I know my children are staying inside for me. I'm probably staying inside for me, too, because I'm old, I'm vulnerable, but also because if I get it, I don't want to give it to anyone else. Isn't that key? So that's something positive we know. Is that the silent killer can be given by people who are not sick? can affect some populations more than others, such as old people. And can kill. The can kill part is pretty frightening. But I can remember growing up in the church. Are you ready, said the master, to be crucified with me? Yes, I'm ready. Singing that as a child, not knowing what the words mean, but making myself right today with the reality of those words is huge. But I can share with you I am ready, I'm not afraid. 
because I know there is something beyond this moment. And I know that we will all join together. Our energy will become one. And that energy is an energy of love, not judgment. We are reaching the final two minutes of the show, and I want to again apologize to the caller that I just that I didn't get to speak to. Uh, I'll work harder next week to be more organized. But today, the message is: let's work on our anxiety by self-loving ourselves, by being willing to look at ourselves with curiosity and ask, why am I feeling this? Being willing to let go of things over which we have no power by being willing to be gentle to ourselves. By recognizing we cannot love others if we don't love ourselves. By recognizing each of us is enough by recognizing we don't have to be more than others, just equal. By uplifting to equal status with ourselves, those that we have put below us. Those are key. I wish you all a good day and success in having the person that you manifested yourself as today dominate your day.